This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. sunburned and it really got kind of itchy and red and purpley and hurty and I'm still now it's all dry and, it, and I'm starting to flake a little bit it's that time of the year where we say things like spring is sprung spring is sprung oh. y'all <laughs> I've got lilacs on my spring table yeah lilacs that's pretty it's too hot already it's too hot already. Francie's been complaining. What are you talking she's about? Like, she's like, oh, Awful. it's so hot out here. And I'm like, it's going to get 30 degrees hotter. It's just I hot. was going to say, aren't you guys still like in the mid-70s? Yeah, but it it feels With like we're sun. close. I guess to compared to the 40s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're closer to God, honey. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> closer to God. <clears throat> It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it's, when it's hot, I mean, it's I don't hot. like the heat, period, but, so, you know, as soon as it starts getting hot, I'm like, oh, forget it. Yeah, it's not like a but, nice breezy hot here. Yeah, it's, it's sweltering. It's too hot. If you get in the shade, it's Yeah, we've been nice and cool but, here. Yeah? We've been nice and cool in LA this year. Yeah, it's been really super rainy. A big fear in the state of California currently is they flew some planes over the snowpack and they shot lasers at it to see how deep the, the snowpack was. Yeah. And boy, howdy, are we going to have some floods this year? So that's the yeah. next thing that's happening. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, our, <clears throat> we're in danger of flooding right now, I think. Not yeah. like. Oh, the river's crazy the rivers, right now. Yeah. It's like super high. I think someone drowned last week. Yeah. Another guy got rescued holding on what? to the tree today. So, like, stay out of the river. Yeah, right now, yes. right now, if you go into the river and you have to be rescued, you have to pay for the rescue. And they can criminally prosecute no. you. That's how That's how strong the warning is that you cannot go into the river. It's crazy. Dang. Well, yeah, I'm not a real river. We had snow the day before my birthday. April thirteenth, like we yeah. were getting snow. That's every crazy. Week for months, and it's yeah. just now it starting. It's pretty cold to here too. Sunny. And it's still like it's storming. It rained today. today. It's raining, but oh, like, earlier today I'm like it's too hot. So I'm just complaining because it's hot at all. But other people are probably like, "This is great." Yeah, the people that are loving. Oh my gosh. Are we literally talking about the weather? Oh, oh my god. Shut up. All right, guys. We've just the standards have fallen around here. What are we doing? What are we talking about? We were probably we were talking about genuinely interesting things before I hit record. I know. And then we I just know. Talked about <laughs> and we were talking about the weather. Yeah. What the hell is going on? We really were talking about great stuff. 
That was weird. Nah, what you do? everything. Because it was like, oh, we might as well hit record. That's just then we fell apart. Because we were on a roll. Okay. Let's get on with this. Let's get back to business. Yeah, the weather is not here. What we're talking about? Not here to talk about what. Not here what we're talking about. The weather is not here to talk about what we're here. Guys, the weather is not here to defend itself. Leave it alone. Oh boy. Okay, so what are we here to talk about? about? Okay, we're here to talk about the, um, we're here to talk about Three's Company, episode something, (laughs) season something, but the problem is that I had it all pulled up on my phone, and now all I have is Martha Stewart in her bathing suit. Mm Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's right. She's going to be on the, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue looking yeah. like $10 million. That woman just, she, she won't quit. Literally $10 million, I well, would say. It's, it's, it's... Okay. Oh, that's how much you think it costs. I mean, uh, $10 million is kind of underselling it. I meant for her surgery. <laughs> um, okay, dead. that was rude. I didn't mean it to be rude. I meant it to be like, wow, I admire her. Okay. We I admire her too. About Three's Company, Season 4, Episode 14, The Reverend Steps Out. The Reverend oh, yeah. Steps Out, which aired... December 18th, 1979. Oh, it's almost Christmas. Oh, it's almost December 18th. Christmas. This is this has got to be the Christmas last time. show in the 70s. That has got to be the last show that we see in the 70s Maybe. from Freeze Company. Hold on. Let me tell you. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. This is oh, it. Wow. Oh, this is you the end awesome? of an era. It's the end of the 70s. It's our 70th episode. Oh my god. No way. What yeah. are we doing with our lives? That's amazing. So this is weird. Like some the numerology numerology of our show sometimes like really is so voodoo. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. I don't believe I anything. Haven't, I haven't noticed it. Um so the reference steps out. Let's see. Last week you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. predicted. My, okay. Holding on to my balls. Chrissy's dad. Reverend Snow is having yeah. an affair. Well, he comes to not, visit. Not close, close. Yeah, yeah, that's not too far off. He comes to visit because uh-huh. he has some dental work no, to get no. done. No. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she catches him late sneaking a lady guest into the kitchen. Oh my god! And she runs close. away. And Jack and Janet find her at the Regal Beagle and have to convince her to return and reconcile with her dad. Wow, that's a great episode. Good episode, and and not too terribly far away from what uh, ended up happening. I too much. I have to say that. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's this. There's there's one portion of the whole thing where it is brought to question whether he's. Stepping out, I guess. And yes, that's title. right. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, you're on the right track. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. Well, all right. I, uh, let's I just guess. get into Scooby it. Dude. You Scooby Dude. Scooby Dude. Can I say but just I right Also, Scooby didn't. Yeah, Scooby didn't. that's true. I want to. I want to say that Chrissy's hair in this episode. Christy. Is, you call her Christy. 
No, Chrissy. Her Chrissy. Hair in this episode is perfectly corn silk gorgeous. Like the hair that I just, as a little girl, I remember watching this and just being like, oh my God, look at how sumptuous and glossy and just gorgeous. And it was, it was so beautiful this episode. Mm. Yeah, I have All to right. agree. I was like, how do you <clears throat> even achieve that color? Because it was so very shiny. It was flaxen is the yeah. only way to really describe it. But I thought from the jump, I was <laughs> in love with all the outfits. I think Janet looked really cute in those eggplant, uh, like cigarette pants with like that cute little white top. The, the I don't get why, yeah. why. Yeah. Janet looks like she's a power CEO. And she's still got to be working on that flower shop, which, you know, jeans and a t-shirt girl, like don't put yourself out and certainly don't wear that to work. It's like way too good. But yeah, um, and all that blush. I, I'm just surprised. The, oh my gosh, did you see? She was. It was. It was drag makeup. I mean, I, I love it, and I thought it was. It was really it was sharp, and Joan I loved Jett. it. It was so so 80s Joan Jet over mm-hmm. the top. Like that was a makeup job for the gods. Get it? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. Okay, but wait. Oh wait, let me take a little side. Let me take a little side before we get, I don't want to get right into it. Um, I got in a, in a little discussion on a threes company fan board the other day because somebody commented that around this time when RF comes in is when their rent goes up to $500 a month. And I have not heard anything about that. And I asked a couple other people and I asked some of the people that listened to the podcast, actually, like I was like, do you, do you remember it going up? And and some people were like, yeah, it goes up at some point, but (coughs) so far it hasn't happened. Right. No, I mean, we would definitely have clocked that $500 is a big buy-in. Yeah. That's a big change. Like I would think we would. Okay. All right, just check. Oh, do you have do you, do you have the calculator on how much that's worth these um, days? No, but I will. All right. Okay, we'll keep yeah. that one okay. on the back burner. All right, we'll come back to it. All okay. right, the Reverend steps out. Right, December eighteenth, nineteen seventy nine. So we start in the kids' apartment. Jack, <gasps> it's twenty three hundred dollars. Whoa. Oh, whoa. That's Jeez. substantial. Well, yeah. you know, Janet is a CEO now. It's true. Wow. That's $1,000 more. So their rent would essentially be going up $1,000. She's pulling some working <clears throat> scam over at the flower shop. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Okay. To the other side. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Reverend steps out. We're in the apartment. Jack and Janet are on the sofa. And Janet's counting some money, and it's like five dollars. Yeah, five fourteen maybe. And she's like, "This is all we have." And Jack's like, "Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's all we have." <laughs> so they're broke. Yeah, they're we broke. We get that. We get that. Established there. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. No, it's not relevant. Um, not at relevant all. at all. And so then uh, Chrissy comes in. In this yellow dress. This is where Pluto starts. This is where Pluto starts. Okay. Good. Because okay. yeah. there's, no, yeah, there's reason no reason to yeah. have any of the rest of it. It's pointless. Um, 
Yeah, there's like a couple jokes there. But Is that's, there? I don't. Yeah, there's like, uh, but it's eh. it's stupid. Anyway, anyway. Chrissy comes in. Uh, something about his penny loafers, you know. Even rated his penny loafers. Oh, he rated his penny yeah. uh, Chrissy's ready for a date. She's got a yellow dress on, and she says, how do I look? And he, I think Jack says, like, a half-peeled banana. And she does, because it's like an off-the-shoulder slinky number with, like, a ruffle. She totally, with her hair, like, so creamy And that straw-colored hair. Yeah, yeah she I know. looks it like a half-peeled banana, for yeah. sure. But just say she looks nice. She looks cute. Did she? She looks like a weird canary. Then, <laughs> this gives uh, Jack an opportunity to wervert a little bit. Yeah, he werverts out. <gasps> a wervert Pieselton sighting! Just yeah. for a second. He just werverts for like a second. Yeah. <laughs> just a little flash of wervert. And then, Gross. Um, you know, this is the first of many ding dongs. Yeah. And not this was in insane this for this episode. Yeah. But ding dong. And Chrissy's going on a date, we establish. And then, oh, yeah, she talks about it. how, because um, she, she's asking how it looks. And they said, it's a nice dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know how to take things because my mom would say that's a nice dress. And that meant you need to go change before you Because she was out. so judgmental about what she wore out with right. boys. And so, <clears throat> so she goes to her room and then ding dong, and it's Reverend Snow. Hello, semi permy Patty, Reverend Snow, mm-hmm. and we've covered him before. Right? Oh yeah, yes, actor Peter times. Mark Richmond, yeah. who uh, born in 1927 and passed away at the age of 93 in 2021. So he was with us for just such a long time. Uh, And his final final credit in 2016. We've covered him before, but uh, just want to make a quick quick refresher for all the kids at home. Okay. Okay. An important Three's Company universe character. Yeah, absolutely. And he comes in and – Chrissy comes out, she's like, Dad, and what are you doing here? He says, kind of last minute, and I'm in town for business, Mm -hmm. and I'll probably be here for a couple days. And he says, it's a very nice dress. Very nice dress. And she's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so he's like, he can't wait to talk to her. Mm -hmm. But she's like, well, I can't have, he's like, I can't wait to have a nice long chat. Yeah. She's like, well, I can't. I'm going out on a date. And then, you know, for various Chrissy reasons, she can't cancel. Because she can't lie, but she can't tell the truth because it'll seem like she's lying. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, I I want to talk to you. And they go to the talk. And ding dong. Yeah. Chrissy's date, Rick, shows up. Rick. Hey, baby, he says. First, first <laughs> Paddykins of the episode. This Paddykins name is Rick Carrot, born in what? 1949. What? Dude, Rick Carrot? Yeah. And you're the rabbit. C A R R O T T. Well, <laughs> folks at home don't know what we're talking about. Before, before we started no, no, recording, no, no. 
Uh, I mentioned that I was born in the year of the rabbit and this year is the year of the rabbit and my daughter is also going to be a rabbit and that's when Jinx and Tucker suggested that our new last name be the rabbits. Mm -hmm. This this, this, uh, this Paddington's name is Rick Carrots. Um, Rick Carrots. You gotta get together with oh the carrots. God, the carrots, the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> now he's super duper interesting. Uh, he has a very strange little piece of um, trivia about him. He auditioned for the part of Richie and Joni Cunningham's older brother Chuck uh, oh. for Happy Days, but they decided to just cut the character altogether. And uh, he just – he didn't end up being in the show. But this guy's interesting in that um, he's got some pretty cool credits. Uh, starting in 1970, he's on the Bill Cosby show, which I guess was a TV show. Um, he's in the Partridge Family for an episode. Love American Style, the Bob Newhart show, the, uh, the Odd Couple. He's in the streets of San Francisco, McLeod, Earthquake, SWAT, the Love Boat, the Love Whoa. Boat. Starsky and Hutch, Barnaby Jones, uh, and then his second to last credit in 1979 is here in Three's Company, and then Whoa. he's one episode of this uh, show called This Is The Life, 35 credits over nine years, and that was the last thing he ever did. And what's so crazy Whoa. is that he was on some pretty big shows, and he could have – I don't know. I mean, what, what, what yeah. makes a guy like this choose out of the business when he does? Uh, that's, that's a mystery and one that may go unsolved. I'm going to also Scooby Not that one. Scooby <laughs> Don't. All right. Yeah. Uh, wow. So Rick. I guess we Scooby can't. <laughs> he really made an impression on me, though, because he was. He had a lot of personality for just a character that he like, did. basically walks on and off. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally Which agree. Really and we've seen job. so many of these great actors come in uh, and, and roll through the Three's Company world. It's been cool. Yeah. Um, and he comes in and Chrissy greets him and then immediately Reverend Snow comes over and she introduces him to her father. Well, and he's trying to put the moves on Chrissy immediately and then yeah. he's like, oh, father, fa- hello. Yeah. He did great. That was really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then they, they, they go off on their date and Rick's like, I won't. We'll have fun. Not too much fun. Or whatever. No, Rick. What does he say? He says, have fun. And he said, oh, we won't. Oh, we won't. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that Don't worry, leaves, we won't. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Snow with Janet and Jack. Mm-hmm. And he lets them know that he may, he has very good news. Right. That he may become the new minister of the Santa Monica Community Church. And that would mean that he and Mrs. Snow would be moving to Santa Monica. Santa Monica yeah. From Fresno. From Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. And to the big city. Um well, listen, she'll be ready with her accent, right? To fit right mm-hmm. into Los Angeles where, where uh, nobody talks like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be perfect. And so just after we uh, learn this, ding dong, Ugh. Jack goes and opens the door and it's Larry. Larry. Larry's there. Larry. Larry's in rare form. Oh, man. He's wearing a white suit all the time. He is rocking tonight. Yeah. With a, with a turtleneck. 
a turtleneck? Uh, or is it a dicky? Who knows? Who knows? But he can't wait to tell Jack <laughs> about his hot fucking dick. He's thanking Jack for setting him up with Roxanne. Rock. Roxanne. Roxanne. Because, <laughs> I mean, she is. They went out and pretty soon they're back at her house. Yeah. Back at her place. And they got down. And this whole time, Jack's like, hey, take it easy. Reverend Look over Snow. there. Look over there. Snow. Hey. Over there. And Larry won't let him say anything. You know mm-hmm. how it goes. And uh, and finally, uh, he finally turns around as he's ending his story and sees the Reverend Snow. And he says, and we went back to her place and we got down. And then he sees him and says, on our knees. And pray, and pray all, all, night, all long. night long. It was so great. That was, he, yeah. his, you know, it's his timing is just so, so in the pocket, and just how he emotes and through his he uses his whole body to land a joke. I think he's so. That's so great. Yeah. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. And that Richard Klein. He's great. And then uh, the Reverend Snow's like. Well, I have to go. I have a meeting. Mm-hmm. And he goes to leave. And he says, Larry, glad to hear you're dating a religious girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that was great. That was a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. And then Larry uh, says he has these two theater tickets. Mm-hmm. And he's wondering if they knew anyone that would be interested in them. And they're like, we'll take them. Janet and Jack, and he's like, yeah, "What was this all oh, about?" Great, and then he's like, uh, "If you look at them, you'll notice something in the corner there. The price—they're fifteen dollars a piece." And they're like, "Oh, thank you, Larry." And they leave, and he's like, Meh. "Again, more money stuff. Yeah, none of it's relevant." That got cut out of Pluto. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then, then we're at a, a restaurant. Do we know what the restaurant is? Do they ever mm-hmm. mention the name of the restaurant? Not the name, but it's, it's an, an ice cream it's, parlor. It's not a restaurant. It's an, oh, it's ice, an ice cream, cream parlor, parlor. Yeah. which Christy says okay. later on, which is so interesting because I guess there were like those kinds of – I mean now it's like Froyo and you have like you know these like craft ice cream places. But mm-hmm, at yeah. least in LA, like you don't really go there to sit. You, it's all takeaway really. Yeah. And uh, But I, I, I used to love – You do? We did in, in where I uh, – in the tiny town I grew up in, there was an ice cream parlor, Charlie's Ice Cream. Yeah, I thought I had an ice cream parlor. A parlor. I mean where did all the yeah. ice cream parlors go? I know. Why is it a parlor? I don't understand why that business is a parlor. <laughs> yeah. And some yeah, other you would think they would call it. I don't know. Yeah, you would think they'd call it an ice creamery. Right? Ice I mean, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's either. not the point. Okay. Okay. That's um, where they are. So, yeah, they're at an ice cream parlor, and <clears throat> Reverend Snow is sitting. They're eating with some ice cream, I guess. With yeah, <coughs> he's having a dish of ice cream in the booth with, with Mrs. Claremont. Mrs. Claremont, our second 
all oh, of you. Oh, that's my cue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our second Paddykins of the Week uh, is played by Patricia Berry, uh, born in 1922 and passed away in 2016 at the age of 93. Uh, so she lived a, an impressively long life. Yeah. But she had like a really good uh, vibe about her. She was uh, in a movie called Sea of Love, which mm-hmm. I think, isn't that that El Pacino movie? Yeah. yeah. El Pacino, Ellen Barkin, John Goodman. Barkin. She's in that yeah. movie. Uh, now, she's got 149 acting credits over her very long career, which starts all the way back in 1946. Oh, uh, she was in some, yeah, she was in some films uh, in the 40s. Uh, nothing super duper famous. Um, let's see. Uh, she starts to be on television in the 1950s. Uh, in shows such as the Filco Television Playhouse, something called Mama, The Alcoa Hour, Matinee Theater. Uh, then she's in um, Maverick, the original Maverick. In the 1960s, she's on the Donna Reed Show, My Three Sons, Route 66, Rawhide, Perry Mason. Now, she's all over the place, but she does have a lot of recurring episodes on soap operas. Um, such as All My Children and uh, what's another one? Guiding Light. She has like, you know, uh, and she's on Dallas. She's on an episode of Dallas. She had the right bone structure. But in the 1960s, uh, she was the lead on her own show. Where did that go? She was the lead on her own show, and I can't find it at, at the moment, where they did 13 episodes. It unfortunately only lasted one season, and then she wasn't able to oh, get uh, another sort of – I can't find it. Oh, it's called Harris Against the World in 1964 and 1965. Huh. Um, yeah. It starred Jack Klugman, and uh, he played Alan Harris, and then Patricia Berry, obsessively his wife, played Kate Harris – um, yeah, he's a superintendent of a big Hollywood movie studio. At home, Harris's life is made complex by his two active children and his spendthrift wife. Uh, Jack Klugman, oh. a real, real funny guy. But unfortunately, that show just didn't that. last very long. But that's our uh, next Paddykins of the Week, Patricia Berry. All right. Patrish. Now, Mrs. Claremont. Yeah, Trish. She's a... Uh, I'm going to call her Trish. Trish. She's on Trish the... Claremont. <laughs> for the Santa Monica Community Church. Uh-huh. She's the head, um, yes. of the, <clears throat> the head of the committee. And she has recommended uh, Reverend Snow for the position of minister. Yeah. And, and, and she uh, has a deep Fresno accent. I don't know if you've noticed. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, she does. And <laughs> she does. Like, um, all we really know about her is that that's who she is. And her that, name's Trish. And immediately she's like, isn't it an abomination how how men and women are living together nowadays? Without being married? Like that comes up out out of nowhere. Blue. Yeah. And uh, then, so so then Reverend Snow's like, I'm going to go call my wife and tell her the good news that he's going to be minister. Yeah, so he leaves. So he leaves. And then in come Chrissy and Rick. And they sit in the other booth 
like <laughs> that they have in every scenario like this mm-hmm. the where they're show, on the other side where it's Absolutely. like there's some flowers that kind of obscure them from each other but also a there's bit. a gap so the camera can see that person but they're just sitting opposite each other and they it's sit there so hilarious they, to me cuz Los Angeles is literally one of the biggest cities in the United States <laughs> The chances yeah, well, of them ending up at the same ice cream parlor, I mean. Well, I guess if you're yeah. hanging out around Santa Monica, fine. Yeah, I guess if you're just yeah. in that neighborhood, maybe. Right. Sure. And uh, Chrissy and Rick have just come from the Muppet movie. Which is a great little twist. I like that. Yeah. I enjoyed that she was Let's she was say. worried that Miss Piggy was going to be a be a bitch now that she's a big star <laughs> and her date he looks says, at her like she's so nuts yeah he says they're so realistic yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a good man um, I really liked uh, him yeah. yeah I did too Rick Carrot Rick Carrot sees <laughs> Reverend Snow coming out um, back to the table yeah. he's like hey isn't that your dad he's your like, mom sure is pretty yeah she's like that is my dad, but that's not my mom. And she then starts listening. she starts listening in, and the misconstruing begins. Perfect. Classic misconstruing. Yep. Misconstruance. Misconstruance. Misconstruance has begun. Classic and police company. Like, We've been. Lo- I've been looking for a good man like you for so long. I, yeah, I'll tell her tomorrow. Chrissy's jaws just dropped. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, the Reverend is stepping out." Yeah, the titular <laughs> <laughs> Reverend. It's great. Um, and so uh, then we're back at the apartment, and Chrissy's pacing around, waiting for her dad, I guess. And then knock, 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 and it's the Reverend, and he has something to tell her. Yeah. She knows. She already knows what he's going to She tell knows. Him. And he's like, she you do? And she says, yes, you and mommy can't get a divorce. Ugh, grow up, Chrissy. And he says, divorce? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good. They're going to clear this up. Yeah, they're going to clear it right up. And uh, they, they do. Yeah. So he he gets it. He laughs. And he tells her, you know, what was going on. Yeah, and he's because he's dealt with Chrissy her whole life. Yeah, so it was like he was like, "Of course, like, oh, Chrissy, listen, come on." That's interesting. So he, they tells, did, he did handle it differently than Jack or Janet. <laughs> yeah, he totally did. And he's like, "Yeah, so me and your mom are going to come live down here. We can all live, you know, we'll all be together again, Santa Monica. But you're going to have to move out of yeah. this place. Can't live here with these humans." Which is both times that he's come to visit, this has been the conflict he brings with him. <laughs> yeah. For different reasons, but it's the same one. But fine, fine, fine. And this is a commercial break. Ah. Come back to this. After what is that break. sound? This <laughs> is my Jesus phone. Dragging her phone. <laughs> I don't even blame your phone for that. That Microphone. did not sound like a phone. <laughs> It is. It is my it's phone. Like a big it's just my the phone. standards have fallen around here. Honestly, I it's just can't. Rubber case. Talking about the weather, the tooting it up. 
tooting it up. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. All right. What's the thing? I found I found some controversial. What controversial? Controversial. The ten <laughs> world's most controversial commercial videos ever. Ever. What? All right. Any in, any from the seventies? The McDonald's filet fish. How is this controversial? And due to the creative and controversial music video. Music video? Is this... That doesn't look very old. It's a... It's one of those... It's a trophy fish. Any day is a great day and for a fish. And right now, McDonald's, you can tell the delicious fish sandwich. Wait, uh, it's it's a it's a fish like on a wall. Yeah, yeah, like one of those singing those, wall fish, like Billy Bass or whatever yeah. they were called. And he's all, so, give me my, give me that fillet of fish. These are what? Just, what? These are stupid. That's crazy. That's oh, crazy. Oh, no, this is why I saved these. Okay, I saved them because of the Miracle Mattress 911 twin mattress offer. What? Oh, do you remember that? Oh, no. It's okay. It's, it's, it's good. Oh, no. Yeah, so what you don't see there is these guys knocking over twin towers of mattresses. And then person will never forget it. And they're having a 911 sale. Yeah, 911 sale. And it's okay, yeah, everything's twin the prices. twin price, no matter what the size. You know, as soon as I heard <laughs> Texas, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. There's only ever two culprits here. It's usually Texas or Florida. And listen, yeah. I think the people of Texas and Florida, mighty good people. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, um, all their taste is in their mouth. I will tell you that. Uh, but you know, uh, if you want to use the most uh, horrible American tragedy ever as as fodder to sell mattresses, well, well, freedom of speech—that's America. Yeah. Freedom of speech, that's America. I, also, what a deal. You could get a king mattress for a twin, twin price. price. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really cool. Oh, that works. Okay. Oh, boy. That is pretty big. Is that the end? Nobody else has anything else? What's well, your segment? Um, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> also, I brought something. <laughs> Well, we can sing the Nestle commercial again. <laughs> right, that's always available. Oh, uh, that's a great one. All right, fine. That may be the greatest commercial of all time. <laughs> it might be. I'm going to look might for be. I'll find one. Just nothing is really tugged at, like, 
Like there's an existential quality to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's transcendent. Like it really makes you wonder about your place in the universe when you hear a song like that. I mean, Top catchiest, 10 catchiest commercial jingles? Are you going to have like a uh, big red and juicy fruit? And, uh, is the Those yeah, are great. Coke, double mint, juicy fruit, <coughs> red, Kit Kat, Meow Mix, Oscar Mayer, Toys R Us, Chili's. Very good. Big Mac. Big Mac? What's Big Mac? The one with the special sauce and the cheese. Thing for people know, but I don't. Chew all beef patty special sauce. The sauce, lettuce, cheese. Sashimi? Sashimi. Sashimi seed bun. Sashimi seeds. That's right. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that you remember that. Good for you. I didn't know it was a song. I thought it was just a thing you said. I don't know. It's a, just a thing you said. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that was goes. a song. There was a song <laughs> there for that commercial. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just a, like, well, okay. Yeah, there it is. Are we going to do it? Oh, do it. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. No, there's not. It's not just going to have a link. Oh, boo. All right, well, next time. It just has a joke. I don't understand. Lame. Well, great, great commercial break. We did it. Great commercial break, everybody. Well, good job, you guys, for bringing... (laughs) Good stuff. Jeez. I tried. I like the 9-11 mattress commercial. I tried. I thought that was great. That was wonderful. Okay. Yeah. And I got to and I got to mess with Texas, so (laughs) Yeah. Not supposed to do that. Commercial break. Over. So we're back and uh Chrissy's like why do I have to move out? You know, to, just to get us back to our time and place. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, Chrissy, if the church committee found out you were here living, man. Man, then they wouldn't hire me. It would ruin everything. And she's finally like, okay. All right. And he's got, like, a girl that she went to high school with who used to eat dirt. Belinda Simpson. Belinda Simpson. She's got a room oh, for rent. Which really, I mean, Chrissy should be in the same neighborhood, and she doesn't have to share a room. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Um, I don't know about Belinda Simpson. But no, I don't know anything about her. I thought we were, maybe we were going to get to meet her, and we didn't. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, other patty kids. Mm-hmm. But, no. That's where we're going. No. Oh, Belinda Simpson's coming, it says. Okay. So then we're in the girls' room, and Chrissy's packing. And Janet comes in. Janet comes in and starts unpacking her, and they <coughs> furiously pack well, and unpack. That happens after Jack comes in. I know. Well, I just want to say, Janet came in with the, with the matching eggplant blazer for those pants, for that pantsuit. We don't actually see Janet wear the whole pantsuit, which is so no. sad because I bet it was really super cute. And yeah. I think it was a nice contrast color between the yellow <laughs> of Chrissy's dress and then the tan and brown uh, sort of plaid pattern of, of Jack's shirt and his vest. Um, yeah, I thought those colors all looked really nice together this week. Yeah. It's true. And, and we got to see Janet in Chrissy's bedroom, which I love. 
I love that that one wall is turquoise and it matches the floor, and yet the bedspreads are just an off shade of blue. Yeah. Like they yeah. don't quite match. I think it's so weird. It's weird. I love Their it. room is like a bit ugly, and I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily feminine, even though there's like a floral print wallpaper. The whole no, effect is weird. just like it, it looks a little Brady Bunch to me. It is. Yeah. I love the color combo, though. I love that. Um, yeah, um, agree. Um, so Janet and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm gotta go somewhere." You wouldn't understand. And then Jack comes in, like, "What the hell's going on?" And then she's like, "I gotta move out." And yeah, they do the whole thing where Janet's unpacking while Chris is packing. So cute. That, that really worked uh, well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jack's like, this is silly. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell him what I think. And this then starts a whole sequence where he just, there's just discussion between the bedroom and them knocking on the Reverend Snow's door. And then they go back in the bedroom and fight a little more. And then they go knock on the Reverend Snow's door again. I found it all very cheesy. It was a little tedious. It was a repeat beat. It, we already did yeah. that. Like I was just like, eh, okay, filling time. Coke. Yeah. Writing table. Writing room Coke. <clears throat> you forgot that you already did this. Yeah, they can't. You know, Jack's <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And the second time, he's like, you know, we can convince him that you don't have to do this. And he goes up there, knocks, Chrissy kicks in, <clears throat> Reverend comes out, Jack's uh, oh yeah, and and then the, he, Chrissy makes something up, and he goes back in, and so then they're like, "Let's go to sleep, and we'll talk in the morning." Yeah, they're gonna resolve to just talk about it all in the morning. So they kick Jack out of their room, and he goes out, about to sit down on the couch, and knock, 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 and he goes and answers it, and it's Larry. Oh, again. Yeah, again. It's like, Jack, do you remember Roxanne? She's been out with Roxanne again. She's at my place. And, and then why? And and even and even Jack, like, then why did you yeah. come down here? And he's like, I had to I had to connect with a human being about this. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, you know someone Larry. from this planet or something yeah. like that. And then they do yeah. another repeat beat of the thing that they already did with Reverend Snow where he busts Larry being a pervert. Yep. Yeah. And he says she's like, dying to get it on. Word Christian soldiers at least. <coughs> it was, again, very out. tedious. It was. It I wasn't as funny the second time. tedious from here on out. Hmm. Uh-oh. So Reverend goes back to bed. And knock, knock, knock. Here we are. I mean, what time is it? Mm-hmm. Everyone's been in bed for I don't know how long. Well, not yeah, long, I guess. But Reverend Snow's been in bed. I guess he keeps. Well, he bed. says he's turning in early at some point too. Uh, anyway, it's Mrs. Claremont, Trish. It's Trish, and she uh, wants to see the Reverend Snow. She knows Trish. this is where. Uh, his daughter lives. And Jack's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Um, 
And she's like, who are you? He goes, I'm Jack Tripper. Jack doesn't know anything about this. <clears throat> yeah, and so then she says, oh, well, you must be the Reverend Snow's son-in-law. And that's when <laughs> Janet, Janet comes, comes out. out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you must be Chrissy. And they're like, no, we're, I'm not Chrissy. We're not I'm married. Not married. I'm not Chrissy. And um, well, let's just take a quick pause here. It's the return of the sleeping jersey. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, always. Also, full makeup, she has a full Jonja caked on mm. drag oh, makeup, yeah. just to be chilling around the house. Just to be in bed, she probably has like a satin pillowcase so she doesn't muss it. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually. Because uh, they start, like, you know, dodging the questions. And, like, cause, and then Chrissy comes out, ruining everything. Because uh, they're, like, saying, is that where they say that, like, oh, no, they just rent this place during the day and we rent it at night. Yeah, they don't have much use for it during the day. Yeah. That's when Chrissy comes out and she's like, well, I'm not uh, – not Reverend Snow's daughter. That's for sure. And this is, and then uh, Mrs. Claremont says, "Where is he? Damn it! Oh <gasps> my gosh!" Gasps. Gasps. The whole audience, the about. whole audience was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah." They loved yeah. him. Makes sense. She she really does do a a nice eye bug out. It was great. I what did you call that? Leading with your eyes, acting with your eyes, acting eyes forward, eyes forward, eyes forward. Yeah, that's true. That was it. Um, Speaking of eyes forward acting, where's RF? RF? Hashtag where's RF? Yeah, yeah. Larry took back RF. I mean, could they have the doorbell ring one more time? I don't think that would work. Yeah, please. I mean, my (laughs) God. Or mix it up. Let Larry come in the first time. Let RF, RF come, come in, in the second yeah. time. Yeah. Roxanne's at his house. Something. <laughs> Roxanne. <coughs> um, so then uh, Reverend Snow comes out, and she wanted to tell him in person that the committee has approved Mm-hmm. Him to be the new minister, but she's not so sure now. Yeah, what's going this on? This whole here? thing. Who are all these people? Yeah, and Chrissy tries to cover for him. She tries to lie. And she says she's in, she's there undercover. Yeah, to stop them to shame from, them. Yeah, she shames Jack and Janet. I thought that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, and she's like, "My work here is done." I have to say, this was a really great scene for Suzanne Summers. I thought she just brought so much funny, was so yeah. Chrissy. Like, this character really – she's really honed Chrissy by this point, and I thought she did such a great job in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this Claremont oh, – so he says, no, Chrissy, stop. This is my daughter, Chrissy, and these are her roommates. Mm-hmm. And do you still want me to be your minister? And Mrs. Claremont says, well, that's up to the committee, but I am withdrawing my uh, recommendation. And he says, well, I am withdrawing my application. Good night, Mrs. Chamberlain. 
I tell you, I said good night. <laughs> and she leaves. And the, Whoa. Everybody applauds. Yeah, everyone loves that. They love that. People literally, like, cheered. I, I was yeah. like, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, stood up to that. Yeah. And then Chrissy throws her arms around her dad and they have this really sweet moment and it, it's very much like why Three's Company works because even this actor like is just a little overwhelmed that the studio audience is so happy that Chrissy's staying. Like it is crazy how much people loved Jack, Janet, and Chrissy as, like, characters and wanted them to, like, you know, have this imaginary life together where everything is happy yeah, and yeah. cool and awesome and jiggly and fun and sexy and young and California and blonde. It was so crazy. And and so when Chrissy, like, has a little celebratory moment, like, I couldn't help but clock this actor's reaction, like, this audience is insane for this. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It was sweet. It was really sweet. Yeah. And it turns out they love each other. Yeah, and all that. And he's sorry that he put her in a position where she felt like she had to lie, and that was the bad thing. Not that he didn't get the job. Wait, and did we say that he kicked her out? Yeah. Did she kick Trish out? We said that? Yeah, and everybody cheered. Oh, everybody cheered. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. They skipped over that in my brain for some reason. Um, and so then Jack and Janet come in, and she's like, I can stay. And they do this whole thing where they're like, yeah. oh, wow. We were thinking it might be nice not having you around. Yeah, we were you suck. About what that would Things be like, like that. living with you. Yeah, we oh, get our, I get my own room. I wouldn't have to fucking cook for you anymore. Yeah. They're like, you jerks. I was like, you're going to do and a bit like, now. Yeah. After, after Reverend Snow was just like, I don't think you could find better roommates than yeah. Janet and Jack. Yeah, you could. Sure. You could find some that aren't busting your chops all the damn time. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's right. Making jokes. Dad. And then, and and then she's and then they're like, um, he caps it with, and then we thought about how boring it would be without Chrissy in her lives. And then they all, yay! And everybody cheers. And then. And then there's a tag it, it, scene. Oh, that there was no tag scene in Pluto. Oh. Well, the Reverend is leaving. Yeah. He's got his yep. bag. So there's no tag Jack's scene. like, thanks for, you know, sticking up for all of us with Miss, what's her name? Claremont. Trish. With Trish. Claremont. And uh, he's like, oh, of course. Well, you know, Chrissy's. So great. She never lies. She's always she's the best oh, girl. She's the best girl. And Janet, well, she's you could never ask never for asked anything her. better than hardworking, you know, whatever. Good old Janet. dependable like, Janet. Good old dependable <laughs> Janet. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, Well, bye. And Jack's like, well, what about me? And he's like, Jack's like, Sir? Yeah. <laughs> Sir. 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 And he says, two out of three isn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The reference steps out. The final 1970s episode. Three's (sighs) Company. And this is our episode 70? That is so weird. Uh, 
Twilight Zone. Hmm. Well, what do you give I, it, Patio? I, you know what? I have to say, I actually really enjoyed this episode, even for the repeat beats, only because like this is one of those those Three's Company episodes that that family feeling really you know comes through the screen, and I I really dig that because this cast like you could just tell they were just having so much fun uh, together, and I don't know, there's something like there's something about that, you know, that kind of. Uh, joy and, and optimism and, and selling this idea of like a, you know, a put together family, like the family you, you don't, you're not born into, but the one that you choose. And I, and I really like that about, that's one of the guiding values of the show. So for that to pop it, uh, its head up to the, this episode, very happy about that. I'm going to give this one a very solid out of four Dominomini booze. I'm going to give it a 3.78 Dominomini booze. Good times. Right. Okay. Very good, very good, James. Uh, ditto all that. Uh, again, felt that second half was real tedious. <laughs> to it. You're not but wrong. But enjoyed the episode in general, so I'm going to give it three and two quarter stars. Ah, <laughs> that's not bad. Three and two quarters. Let me give it. Um, I'm going to give it a three, three and three quarters out of five. <laughs> um, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was fine. I wouldn't be thrilled if I tuned into this episode. It wouldn't be my favorite, but... But I wouldn't be pissed off or anything. Yeah. Wouldn't kick you out of bed or anything. I guess so. It's it's interesting to me, like to be in the Furley era and not have him on a show. Like I'm like, whoa, yeah. man. Well, how do you do that? A couple times now. Has it, it has. It, it has. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Huh. But it's tough, and Lana wasn't anywhere to be seen this episode. <sighs> Poor Lana. I don't think we're going to see Lana again. Think so? Yeah, think she just down? she just disappears. She doesn't. There's no finale or anything to Lana. She just no never goodbye. comes back. I wonder. I'm so curious. We should probably look that up. Yeah. See, well, we'll if, find out. We think we're past it. Let's figure it out. Yeah, we'll so. check that out. All right, get out your balls. <laughs> I've balls, I've had them balls, out since balls, the beginning balls, balls, of the podcast. Balls. Are you kidding me? No, oh, perfect, oh, perfect. Uh, well, then just, you can tell us what Larry loves Janet is about. Larry loves Janet. Yeah, that's so cute. Um, well, I'm so glad that we're going to have a Janet-centered episode, and Larry's always a kick in the head. Um, I'm going to say that there's going to there's obviously a misunderstanding here, where Larry overhears Janet being excited about this guy that she she's met who lives very close by. And Larry mistakes it for it being him. And, you know, he doesn't realize that he has feelings for Janet, too. And so uh, in order to prove his love uh, to Janet, he gets uh, Jack involved uh, to, to surprise her. Uh, but, of course, when Mr. Furley finds out, he's upset that, that there's hanky-panky going on in the building and he won't have any of it. Um, so he dispatches Lana to seduce uh, Larry away from Janet. Oh. oh. Contributing to the shenanigans. <clears throat> All right. 
That's my call. That's a great episode. That's a good episode. Got everybody in there. Like everybody's worked in well. I think so. Well, you got it. No. It's a lot. That's okay. That gives me an opportunity to sing the Nestle. A uh, white chocolate commercial song. N-E-S-T-L-E-S. Creamy white, creamy white. That's that that it's that girl who like does that part that like sets it on yeah. fire. Just <laughs> yeah, that's just it. like the pining in her voice for this like white chocolate. That creamy she wants. white chocolate. It makes me want creamy white chocolate, and I never <laughs> want that. It's not even allowed to be called white chocolate. I think it's called white yeah. dairy confection. Sweet white confection. Sweet white yeah. confection. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. You can't call it white chocolate unless it has like so much percent cocoa. Of cocoa. Yeah. Right. Oh. All right. Well, well, that's a fun fact. Okay. Here's to the 70s. Here's know? to the 70s. Oh, They're the over. 70s. Yes. They're over. I just. The we're going to be jumping into already. the 80s. This jumping into the 80s. Well, right. to the 80s, 70s, everyone. To the 70s. Disco is dead. Yeah.